So a lot of people think that you have to agree about everything when you're in a relationship. You don't, <laughs> because if you, <laughs> if you did, you would die uh, because there's, it's just impossible. You can't, you're always yeah. going to have different preferences. You're always going to have different ideas. All right, you came to the right place, you ding dong. It's called communication, baby. <laughs> Welcome to The Crunch, the only podcast that will pimp your ride. It's your boy, Ethan. And I'm Patrick, and this... And it's welcome, a special edition. What I was going to welcome our guest, Exhibit. Thanks, Exhibit, for coming on the show. Hey, hey Exhibit, hey, thank exhibit. you. Is it hi, Ethan? I don't know. I we should do. All we right, should uh, do a one of these days. We should do a fake intro for the podcast, like the intro to uh, "Pimp My Ride," where Exhibit is like flashing at all, all the different parts of the screen. You, you ever see? <laughs> you ever see that on MTV? Anyway, I think I did. I didn't watch MTV because I was. Um, I was too born too late for MTV to be uh, something that was hip and yeah. rebellious. Yes, you know? and born just in time for EWTN to be cool and rad. And so you born watched... just in time for MTV to be just ridiculousness reruns. Yeah, that's fair. I was born. I was born just in time for uh, Cartoon Network to be good. And not like weird. How right? surprising! How how crazy is it that just so the New York Cartoon Network was good exactly when you were in its target demographic? Can I can That's I tell you wild. something? I think I yeah. do think that there is a very clear delineation. Once you get mm -hmm. to like Adventure Time onwards, there's a very obvious shift in the vibe of Cartoon Network. Okay, I think I'm That's, not. I think that's accurate. I'm not wrong. Cartoon about that. Network was. Before Adventure Time, Cartoon Network was not my thing. But after Adventure Time, Cartoon Network was unpalatable to me. It, I just <laughs> could not even, I just couldn't even stomach it. It was just so cringe. Yeah. yeah it's, I, I was it's never really a Cartoon Network kid. Really? I was, I was no. briefly, because there, there was, I mean, they get Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Great show. Codename Kids Next Door, which we talked about on last week's episode or last Sunday's episode. Great show. Um, there's a lot of good stuff. Nickelodeon, on the other hand, I think I missed the heyday. I think it's fair to say. You think so? Yeah, because we just got a bunch of like live action stuff, and uh, oh, and SpongeBob that, season fifty five. You know, was what yeah. I had when I was a kid. Not to, I mean, I'm the biggest Drake and Josh defender on this podcast. One day, you and me, we're gonna do a every week watch along of Drake and Josh on Patreon. That'd That's crazy. That would be well if you. Support we should that, do. We should do it every week. One week without context. We should drop like an episode of us watching an episode of Drake and Josh, and commenting as if we were part of the cast and crew, as if it's a watch along oh. podcast. Oh, that would be so funny! Come on, that'd be really funny. <laughs> And then it's like, it's like, oh, that's my scene. Oh, look, that's the back of my head. Like we're two extras on yeah. Drake and Josh talking about Drake did so good in the scene. I was talking to him the other day about it. Mm -hmm. um, People don't know this, but Drake back, actually, but I... <laughs> but Drake actually broke his hand when he, when he punched that guy in this scene. Yeah. Drake actually punched his uh, hand 
broke his hand. There. <laughs> he actually punched his hand. What are what we... is that? What is that cliche? That's that's a Lord of the Rings thing. Yeah, when Aragorn kicks the helmet of oh, he the broke guy his foot. and he broke yeah. his foot. Yeah, and everybody has to pause and say, you know, he actually broke his foot there. I do he the same thing with Mission Impossible when Tom Cruise broke his ankle. I'm like, look, uh-huh. he's running on a broken, broken ankle, ankle right now. That's kind of funny. Um. Anyway, Lord of the Rings guys. What a, what a what a dumb thing for someone who makes their money with their perfectly formed body to do. Speaking of things that are unpalatable, Lord of the Rings guys. Can we just say this? I've started yeah, blocking I, anytime a Lord of the Rings account comes up on my I love the Lord of the Rings. I love the movies, I love the books. Mm-hmm. J.R.R. Tolkien is the grandfather I never had. I both my grandparents <laughs> are still grandfathers still alive. But um, <laughs> Oh man! They just are different. wait. What do you mean both? Both of my that's, grandfathers. Both of my grandfathers are still alive. What are you oh, saying? Wait, only, yeah, you only have two. You only I'm have two great grandfathers. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got four great grandfathers. Um, but I can't handle this. Like, you know, they, something happens in the news, and it's like football season. You know, and and a guy does something, and and someone goes, "This reminds me of the time that the gnomes from you know Mordor went into the <laughs> space weld." And it's like, what are you talking about? Like this is not the Silmarillion is not everything, you know. Please, I don't know if they had a really good Silmarillion uh, dunk tweet. I forget what it was, but I remember it was, it was one of those things. Like Silmarillion fans are are just they just come up with the most random mm-hmm. the 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 Ring of Power the Rings of Power saga when everyone was <laughs> technically this is not what mm-hmm. happens in the book. I was just like, oh man, this is um. This is everything to you, isn't it? So, uh, Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings girls and Lord of the Rings guys are different. Like Caitlin, yeah. even though she blocked and unfollowed me on Twitter because I made fun of that one priest everybody likes. Uh, yeah, that happened. <laughs> like recently? No, I think it was a while ago. So I, she I don't remember to my I, tweets. I blocked, I blocked a priest that I just found annoying, and he took it really personally. Which one? And then Caitlin was like, "I didn't know Patrick was going around blocking people." And then now she doesn't follow me on Twitter. Say it, and Ryan. Will, <laughs> say it, and Ryan will bleep it out. Say who? The priest that you blocked. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I was. I was. I was like. I was like. You're being annoying. Block. And I should have just hit mute because I remember this. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. block him right now. <laughs> I'm in, in solidarity with you. Block. You gotta. And do you think I could report him too? Um, no, I don't think you can. <laughs> I probably will. People will be able to put the pieces together pretty quickly. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, even though, even though she's, she, she's one of the good ones, right? She's like, yes, this is a thing that I really enjoy, but it's guys that are really into the Lord of the Rings do the thing that guys do when they're really into anything. They just yeah. get incredibly frustrated and angry when people disagree with them. Yeah. Guys, guys take ESPN Sports Center energy and they apply it to Lord of the Rings. I think, I think guys just take energy and apply it to whatever the thing is that they like. Yeah. You know, car guys, sports guys, book what guys. What people describe as autism guys. is just, it's just being a guy. Yeah. <laughs> just being a dude, you know? <laughs> yeah, we're all on the spectrum. I like that. Don't write in. Not like that. Gender is a spectrum. Last, last thing the I want to say on this. I, this is bad podcasting, but the joke is too good for it to go away. But um, <laughs> <laughs> imagine telling George Bush, like, hey, uh, we're bringing in the Silmarillion. And he goes, how many is a Silmarillion? <laughs> okay. <nice. laughs> anyway, we we're done with that. Silmarillion.
Yeah. So ten Brazilians died. Ten Brazilian men died in a in a mine in a mine accident. How many is a Brazilian? How many is a Brazilian? I love it. So what are we doing on the podcast today, Patrick? This is our Wednesday upload. It's different than our Sunday upload, which we just uploaded on Sunday. Yes. So we we used to do a dating segment at the end of every podcast. We found that people really liked it. We got way too many questions. And so now we do an episode every week. We've kind of made it our whole personality, unfortunately. Much like building an extra lane does not keep the traffic from from calling uh <laughs> building an extra podcast has made the number of dating questions we get go way up yeah so which is uh, huge for us it's it's awesome so our keep them coming guys just keep sending them if they're especially if it's just super like juicy, just juicy just and like, just like a burger uh, i want to take a bite out of your questions i want to take a bite out of your question so uh i I you first of all Ben the the goat has been cataloging all these questions you can you can if you don't know how to send a question in you can go to bit.ly slash crunch discord go to our dating corner channel and submit your question if you do not want to submit it publicly you can dm one of our mods preferably Ben because Ben has a computer in his brain like cyborg from teen titans Mm. except black It's like Ben Eastman's black and Cyborg wasn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I love that. I love that scene, where the clipped out scene where he's like, Cyborg's like, I just feel so different. And Beast Boy's like, why? He goes, I'm a robot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like very clear. The episode's robot. about racism, but he like they use the robot thing to talk about the race thing. That's what shows on Cartoon Network. That's a good good program. It never that that kind of thing never works. They they do nah. that. Someone made the point that it's like every time every time a every time a TV show or a movie wants to talk about race, they'll be like they'll make them animals or non-human objects and it just doesn't work because it's like, "Hey, if the predators are your analogy for minorities." <laughs> yeah. Or if water and fire are your analogy for minorities, it's not it's not gonna work out. It's it's different now because they don't even do that now. Now they just have like the proud family reciting like slam poetry about reparations. You know, they don't even <laughs> they don't even do they don't even do that anymore. They just have them say it. Subtlety is gone. But, but it was the funniest thing in the world when I saw Becky or whatever her name was. Just the purple glasses and the braces doing the black power fist. I'm like, that's just so it was so funny to me. I was like, who is this moving? Like, what is this yeah, doing? I don't know who's in <laughs> You're that. Walt Disney. You are yeah. 35% of the studios in Hollywood are owned by you. If you can't fix it, no one can. Walt. What are you talking about? You ever met a black fella named Walt? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's all you need to know. Oh, really? Oh, well, actually, no. All <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> I thought all Walt's were white men. Breaking Bad. Walt Whitman? All right, there oh, you go. Walter White. Breaking Walter Bad. Walter White. Walt Whitman. We'll be right back. <laughs> so, yeah, we have dating questions. We have dating so questions. We're going to read them family. now. Uh, so, yeah, we have, uh, again, bit.ly slash crunch discord. You can go to the dating corner question tab, submit your question for the public and the world to see. Um, I wanted to start off with a really long one. How's that? Are you going to just read the whole thing or are you going to summarize? No. So uh, don't read the stuff in brackets. 
Uh, okay. That's what I was told. So I am going to summarize. Um, Wonderful. The summarize the stuff in brackets. No, I'm kidding. Summarize stuff in brackets. Hello, Ben. So it was just this Kathy online name sent this into to the Discord. Uh, she's in the Crunchcast server and had a question for the podcast. And she can't share all of it publicly. So essentially, I want to know whether or not to get back with my ex boyfriend. Oh, I'm 26. He's 35. Ooh. We dated for 18 months. Mm-hmm. Annabelle's pumping the air right now. <laughs> Dang. Sorry. Called out from across the globe. He also doesn't do the... Oh, uh, He's supportive of the big things. The fact that I'm in medical school, philosophy for having kids, etc. He also doesn't do the whole weaponized incompetence thing. I don't know what that means, but... I think, I, oh, I think he, you do know what that means. You just did it. I don't know what that means. <laughs> oh, he's happy to take care of me regarding any task, even if it's girly. Yeah. Which is nice. He helped me clean. It was really sweet, etc. Okay. Here's some things. Four things I four reasons why I ended things. Uh the, the, the four things I hate about you. One, age gap. Oof. Sorry. I didn't know his age before our first date. I liked him enough that we kept going. It bothers my parents a bit. Uh this is the lowest priority because it doesn't I don't really care. Cool. Great. Two, alcohol use. <gasps> Not an alcoholic, but he is a heavy drinker. Is this in uh, the he public? He occasionally section? gets defensive about it. Is this, in this the is not in the public? Yeah, it is in the public. Okay, cool. cool. Uh, sure. He gets uh, he gets defensive about it. I'm not super comfortable about drinking, but it seems like a big enough lifestyle difference that it might not be happy marriage for me. He cut down quite a bit when we were dating, but near the end, I always felt like I was waiting for the other shoe to drop. Mm. Fights. Ooh. During fights, he hits number three. Fights. During fights, he hits a lot below the belt. Seems oh, like a okay. Pyrrhic victory is his goal. Goodness. Yeah, During no, fights, he like, hits. He, Below the, Below the belt. Goodness. Oh, yeah. It's like, good. wow. Maybe language better next yeah. time. It got me worried. I was like, well, you should not be right. Metaphorically into hits me a lot. Call the police. <laughs> <laughs> like, why? Help my boyfriend. <laughs> Riding into a podcast. My boyfriend is hitting me. <laughs> Below like the belt. We're divorced from like reality that all we can do is write into podcasts <laughs> to solve what do I do? violence issues. <laughs> okay. During fights, he hits below the belt. Yeah. Um, it seems like a Pyrrhic victory is his goal. Nice. What precipitated the breakup was a large fight. I got over my anger at his comments pretty quickly as per usual, but this time I just stopped feeling happy even after I forgave him. Mm. Um. Oh, dang. I wish I could read the stuff in the brackets. The fight that they got over was crazy. Yeah, I'll we'll, we'll read it privately on Patreon. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you can pay for access to this woman's if you're pain. Uh, Kathy, if you're reading this, if you're reading this, that is that is an absolutely insane thing to say to somebody. So don't worry, yeah. you're not you're not you're crazy. not alone. Four participation in toxic internet community. After the fight, I was doing a little snooping. I found out that he is pretty regularly liked and participated in incel Twitter. <laughs> Oh, man, Which, I, uh, I wish I hope nobody else on this podcast is involved in those types of communities online. <laughs> <laughs> the fight, the fight that they got in was very incel coded, so that okay. makes sense. Okay, it it implied it implied certain things about um, a woman's ability to not to to resist the advances of of hunky men. Okay. Um, of Chad's. So Chad's. Chad's. As I found out that he virgins. likes incel Twitter instead of virgins. I realized that a lot of people call any guy off right center an incel, but mm-hmm. I'm being specific when I say 
these people said incel in their usernames. <laughs> it was a lot of Ryan, delete this. It was a lot of. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I don't know what it means either, but I want you to bleep out the F word so I can read that out loud on the podcast. Yeah. I now have insecurities I've never had before. He said he didn't believe in any of it and just thought it was funny. He even admitted to mostly getting into that stuff out of insecurity and even just, well, even just reading that stuff made me feel dirty. It also kind of messed me up. If apparently all women are dating for money and height, why am I not doing any of these things? Literally just reading this stuff made me an objectively worse person. Oh, wow. The good things. <laughs> the good things. The good things. He seems to genuinely make positive changes after every fight. There's a lot of people in the world who say they're going to try and get better and don't. He's actually been good for that. He's told me he'll do basically anything to salvage a relationship, which is sweet. He deleted the Twitter. He's going sober for September. I feel like a huge s-hole because he's basically doing everything I ask. Mm -hmm. I'm not taking him back anyway. Hmm. Also, on another level, I wonder if it would even be possible for someone like me to find someone else. It seems like these kinds of internet communities are pretty widespread now. Wanting to date someone who isn't on them is perhaps a bit unrealistic. Additionally, wanting to date someone who supports my career goals puts me out of reach of a lot of religious men, since I'll likely be away from the home affair bit in my desired speciality, a pro-life OBGYN. I don't see why that would prohibit you from... That's like, that's, that's baller. Yeah. We are OBGYN for our child is pro-life and Catholic and she has a husband and kids and is awesome and really cool. So it's just yeah, definitely that sounds, possible. OBGYN sound like any, any guy who's like, unless a guy is super hardcore, like women should not work outside the home, which is just kind of a ridiculous thing. Um, would, would probably be under any guy that's like that. That's worth it. Worth his salt would recognize that OBGYN is probably a career that should be populated by women. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just, you're anyway, just really This question involved. had so much, this question had so much context, uh, detail in it that yeah. it, when she sent it to Ben, it sent as a TXT file. <laughs> so there's so much we're missing that I can't tell you. Yeah. But out of those, so all of these bad things, but, changes so what do you think Ethan? i don't think you should go back to this guy i think you should leave his ass on the curb and uh get get on with your life because it's it's possible for someone like this to recover from the alcohol abuse issues the incel issues the hitting below the belt issues it's possible to recover from like one of those you know, like in a short <laughs> period of time, but like yeah. to, to recover from all three in it's kind of know, a lot, yeah. it's a lot, you know, for most people. And so I'm not saying it's not possible for him. It just probably will take longer than the amount of time that it's worth for you to wait, given that you're 26. So, yeah, I, I, I'm and sure he's age, great, but the age gap thing kind of like, like he's 35. And he's acting like this. Mm -hmm. And he's imagine so being an incel desperate. when you have a med school girlfriend that's ten years younger than you. It's like this is the dream for those guys. You know, you'd think he'd be over the moon yeah. that he got like a girl in her twenties. You know, like just from their perspective, you'd think that he would be like pleased with himself and like get away from that stuff. But uh, like you said, it's probably just his insecurity. I think. Um, just for the record, I'm not on incel Twitter. I was a joke. <laughs> I figured. Um, I think it would be uh, funny for someone who like has a wife and a kid in a, a house to be like. <laughs> right. Well, it's also weird for a guy who's 
seriously dating someone to be on incel Twitter. So it's just a strange, it's, it's, it reveals that there's a deeper issue that I don't think yes. is resolved just by him, like stopping drinking and being nicer, which is of course what he would do if he lost the one thing that was making him feel good about himself. So that's not the position you want to be in. You're worth more than that. You're an OBGYN med student. Do I know what those letters mean? Not at all. But do I know that it's good for society? Absolutely. And so I think that you are in the right place <laughs> where you need to be. Yeah, like, you don't like need a classic. to be the reason that someone wakes up in the morning. You know, like, yeah, because that's what it, what you were before. Is like you were this guy's only thing that he had going for him, and that's why he punched below the belt. Like he was trying to uh, bring you down. Right. He was trying to like feel, be yeah. in control of the relationship because it's the only thing that he had control of. Because he didn't have control of his alcohol you know, thing. He didn't have control of his insecurities about his, how he viewed himself and all these things. So he just used you as like yeah. a way to feel in control. And that's okay, not Ryan, good. Can you, can you, I'm going to tell Ethan the context. I read it for the fight. Oh, you I read, read it? it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, oh you yeah. Were talking. Right. Yeah. Come on. That's crazy. It's messed up. That's, that's, that that's, that's, that's controlling behavior. Yes. So that's should not, you go back with this guy? No. Patrick, say it with me on three. One, two, three. No. 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 Right. We should have a little button. We should have a little soundboard that's just like a chorus of no's that go off whenever a girl writes in and asks if she could get back with her boyfriend. Because this is almost just, always the answer. It's no. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do it. Sometimes we have guys who ask if they should get back with their girlfriends. Sometimes yeah. the answer to that is no. Sometimes. I'm, uh, yeah. I think you go to med school move on heal yeah. pray you said that all this stuff kind of made you a worse woman you should probably recover from that you should probably go to confession start going to adoration talk to a priest you know process through some of these things and uh just put some distance between you and this situation he's not your responsibility you don't have to take care of him you know like you're you moving on is not going to make his life worse yeah and if it does it's not your fault so you gotta you've broken up i would say if you're if you're going through hell keep on going don't slow down and if you're scared don't show it you might get out for the devil even knows you're there george Strait. oh okay <laughs> the philosopher the philosopher Great. i think that's george Strait. that could be puff daddy it could be puff daddy for all you know <laughs> it could be it could be jay-z rodney atkins oh bummer all right. Well, different question. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Dating corner question. Please keep anonymous. Just a paragraph. So that's helpful. Yeah. A guy I've had a crush on for a while. Oh, we know each yes. other from work. Invited me to a party he hosted. I thought maybe he might be interested in me. Yay. I love these. These are my favorite. It seemed like he was very attracted or attentive to me at the Ooh, party, but maybe okay. I was reading too much into it. Most mm -hmm. of the communication since then took place over I am at work. Nice. I love it. I love the old ping. When, when he you get slides into, the into your Slack channel. <laughs> <laughs> when he slides into your Microsoft Messenger app. Teams. Goodness. Teams. They used to have. Hey, can like... you hop on a call real quick? For love. <laughs> he used Heart Reacts when messaging. Whoa. Wow. Okay, so this guy's either gay or he likes you. Those are the only the two options at this point. I hate the world we live in. <laughs> he also never asked for my number. But he also, but he never asked for my number. I invited him to something to get to know him better and hopefully make it clear I wanted to spend more time with him. He said he'd probably come over. 
I'd probably come to the thing. But the answer sounded a bit non-committal. Hard to tell mm. over messaging. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's why you don't do it. Yep. That event still hasn't happened, but then he invited me to another event this past weekend, so I assumed that meant he liked me. But then I got there before him, and when he arrived, he didn't come over and talk to me. Then I realized he had a girl with him. I couldn't oh. tell if they were together until they left at the same time. It seemed odd he would invite me, then show up with another woman. He's Catholic. What? I'm assuming he has the best intentions, but I'm left with a lot of confusion. I want to ask him for clarity. Ethan, what is the question? What is the question that we ask when we don't know if a guy likes us, Ethan? Are you going to ask me out or should I just move on? That's the question. There you go, ladies. It's very That's simple. Yep. You can do it in any way. You can permutate it as many times as you want. But the fundamental question is, hey, are you going to ask me out or do I need to move on from this? Because I'm emotionally invested in you and it feels like you're emotionally invested in me, but you're showing up to the function with other ladies and it's making me hulk out a bit. And I need, <laughs> I need that to be rectified. What's going on? Yeah, it's... Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of The Crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is the classic, right? It's that question, and then it's just communication, right? This is the this is the fundamental issue that people run into. It's like, have you considered maybe walking over to his desk at your company and saying, hey, Kyle, can we go on a walk and then saying, look, these are the things that have happened. This can, this has been confusing for me for these reasons. I would like some clarity and then just let him speak, you know, because golly, because if he's not going to do it, you have to do it. And yeah, I'm just, I'm so annoyed because this is all a fruit of like the stupid, you know, men have to make the first move jalopy that has been going on for so long that has like put these women in these situations where they feel like they can't address something if there's unclarity because they're like well the man has yeah. to say something first it's like you can get make the man give you clarity and then still expect him to you know ask you out you know yes. so i would just get clarity as soon as possible because this this is untenable this situation that you're in you can't be dming on microsoft teams all day for no you reason can't, yeah you can't be dming and like the tea leaves and trying to figure out if his heart react means yeah. that he likes you and uh, wants you to have his babies. Like that doesn't make any sense. The heart react is the worst invention of all time. They should have I'm just gonna heart stuck... react my wife's text to let her know I'm ready for number two. I'm, I'm gonna do I'm gonna I'm gonna send Emma a thumbs up right now. <laughs> there you go. Phoebe, I'm gonna send you a thumbs up. So you're thumbs like, up. what does it mean? Thumbs up. What does it mean? Because it's like, because she just texted me about something about Peter. And it's just like, if you reply with a thumbs up, it's just like, great. I'm going to make it even, I'm going to make it even more clear. Thumbs up, heart. Yeah. Money flying away. Money flying away. 
Yeah, because you, you spend a lot of money when you have a baby. Oh, that's true. Or should I do the or should I do the Easter Island head? <laughs> I love the Easter Island head. The Easter Island is kind of funny because only a few people in life know what it means. And yeah. so it's it's perfect. It means yes. It means yes. <laughs> she just sent me back a she just sent me back a question mark. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what it means. So, unless maybe there's another way about this, maybe you don't want to do that. Maybe you lay a trap for him. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Take a little cardboard box, prop it up on a stick, put maybe... a, put a phone with Microsoft Teams on it underneath, and when he goes, you pull the stick. Have you thought about this? Message him something like, "Hey, message him something really scandalous." You know, meet me in the meet me in the printer closet in twenty five minutes, and twenty five minutes. <laughs> just give him. I time. like the idea of a sustained <laughs> heat for twenty five minutes, <laughs> specifically. <laughs> but then what you do, and this is if you know that he's got another girl, he's messing with you, right? Or if you're just really yeah. trying to humiliate him, but you. But you set up in the closet, he opens the door in a string activated pulley system, pulls a photograph on an old timey camera and it goes boom. And then it prints out the photo and it's and it behind above the door, it just says clown. And then there's just this picture of him. <laughs> no, a little mechanical arm with a whipped cream yeah, yeah. Lies, down, lies down a, a- a, a tennis ball gun shoots a red nose onto yeah. his nose, and then a bucket and then that's a propped up. A rainbow wig drops out. A rainbow wig, a bucket full of water falls and hits him, and then yeah, 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 yeah. The water doesn't come out. The bucket just hits. Him. <laughs> the bucket just hits him, falls on his head, and then you're sitting there in the hallway and you play the circus music, and it's but it's the Afro circus version from Madagascar Three, and then and then he's walking around the office like totally confused, totally depressed. <laughs> And he knows exactly where he stands with you. You have achieved clarity in this moment. And I think whatever you, oh, you've, man. it'll spice up the, the afternoon at, you know, Moderna or wherever you work. I watched, I watched a video of, I don't know. Look, some, have you ever, do you ever watch like videos of, of couples on, on Instagram and you look at like your own marriage and you're like, how does he do that? Like if I did that, it would be over, you know, like you ever see those videos? Say that one more time. My wife was texting me. <laughs> do you ever do you ever like look at a look at an Instagram prank yeah. couple on Instagram and mm-hmm. you're like, how do you, man, how do you do that? Yeah. Well, it's all and fake. Remain oh sure. It's all Is fake. It? That's the only way. So. Yeah. Okay. Cause it's it's either it's either they have a, a standing agreement, you know, that like, hey, this is our marriage and I'm just gonna prank you anytime and you gotta be okay with it for clicks because this is yeah. how we afford our McMansion in Plano, Texas. You know, like that's the <laughs> That's it. That's Frisco, the... wherever these people live, that where they build the ugliest homes of all time. And uh, this is the agreement or it's just fake and they set it up beforehand. And these people are marginally, Probably. marginally good actors to the point where they can fool. What <laughs> just roasted me? <laughs> <She's>... <laughs> I said the thumbs up. And... <laughs> <laughs> She said, I asked if Peter wanted to see everyone today, and he shook his head no. The timing was impeccable. I said, thumb, I did the thumbs up emoji, the yellow thumbs up emoji. I haven't changed uh-huh. it to the white skin tone. And she said, a thumbs up, da, da, da. And I said, LOL, sorry, it's a bit from the show. And then she said, to be a 55-year-old woman? 
What? Have you ever, does your mom ever like text you back with just a thumbs up? <laughs> I'll tell Phoebe sorry. It's a bit from the show. It's a bit from it's the show. Bit. Yeah. So my wife owned me. I'm 55. I'm a female. Uh, anyway, you can do that. I hope that answers your question. Um, oh, I saw this guy who does, he does oh, yeah, like yeah. water balloon, water balloon hanging above the, uh, above the door. And when his wife walks in, he like shoots it and it was a, it was a montage of him doing it uh-huh. from like, like trick shotting it from behind. So she didn't see it coming. Yeah. Or like he was like on his phone and he like shot it and got her. And then like, or he, uh, he did one and it missed and he goes, ah, I missed you. And then he shoots another one and it hits her. Yeah. Very funny. Those Don't care if it's acting hilarious. It is. It's like, how would you, the husband have time to set up those contraptions without your wife noticing? I can't even like, walk down the hallway without Emma being like, where are you going? What are you doing? I can't even take like a, <laughs> I can't even take like a moderately long poop without my wife being like, like where'd you, where'd you go? Yeah. <laughs> you sit down on the couch to like relax for a second. She's like, what's going on? What are you up to? What are you up to? Hey, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm just sitting. I'm actually not doing it. We have four. We have, we have two rooms in this house where I can hang out and that's what I'm doing. I'm yeah, hanging. I'm hanging out. All right, next question. Babe, please. it's the living room. I'm living. All I'm right. Living. All right. All right. Yo, doc, nurse, and others in the waiting room. My girlfriend and I, both 22. Perf- age right. gap too big. You got to close that <laughs> gap a little bit. I've been dating for a year and a half now. <laughs> you've been born on the same day. All right. Yeah, Otherwise, if you're not, not if you're not born in the same lunar cycle, don't even talk to me. I don't. I thought only girls had those. Things are going well, <laughs> and based on our conversation. We could very much see a future with each other. <laughs> we have. <laughs> funny. Sorry. You're funny. <laughs> Thanks. I'm quick. I'm quick on my feet. Always yeah. ready to make a period joke. You know? Yeah. That's, it's that's crazy. Why alienating hey, our female listeners. Hey, babe. I just wanted to make sure you're okay. I heard there's a blue moon coming out this week. <laughs> she just said, babe, look, a blue moon. And she looks out at just a beer hanging from a string outside the house. <laughs> 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 look it's oh this way it's a super blue moon it's a six pack hanging from it <laughs> but the string isn't strong enough and it's it so just crazy. falls yeah and it shatters all yeah. over like, yeah. you're gonna have to go clean that up like, yeah, yeah sorry hope you're not you know okay in your lunar cycle anyway things are, <laughs> things are going well and based on our conversations we could see a future with each other we spent a long time growing and learning how to communicate with each other get engaged when it comes to the but when it comes to the topic of education and a family, that question seems to loom. Loom. It's looming. For some context, I spent my whole life in the public school system. Mm-hmm. I received my religious education. Uh, what's your favorite type of weed to smoke then? Uh, my favorite. <laughs> do you prefer uh, to do you prefer to brawl bare knuckle or with implements? <laughs> my favorite, my favorite joke ever made i was it was our, not my favorite joke ever that's the embellishment but i we uh when we were doing ra training my first year mm-hmm. we had to uh the detective from steubenville the steubenville police department came over the detective from the steubenville police department <laughs> came over the one guy he came over and uh he showed us weed he like lit it on fire so we could smell what it smelled like that's so funny now i don't know why do i don't because it's Franciscan kids. They've never seen, they don't know, they wouldn't know crack if it hit him over the no, head. No, 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 no. This is what happened. So you could tell the difference between the homeschool kids and mm. the public school kids and the Catholic mm. school kids. Yeah. Because the homeschool kids were like, oh, so that's what weed smells like. And the public school kids were like, 
yeah, whatever. That's what weed smells like. And the Catholic school kids were like, that's not even the good stuff. <laughs> this is a funny joke. <laughs> that's really good. Oh, man. <laughs> For some context, I spent my whole life in the public school system. I was uh, religious education through prep, youth group, and college human center. My girlfriend, on the other hand, spent K-12 in Catholic school. Mm-hmm. When we talk about the future together, these prior experiences lead to huge blow-ups. To be upfront mm. about my own biases, especially my taint on my view of Catholic schools, um, it's my experience has changed my view of Catholic schools. <laughs> We're 14 years old. <laughs> I switched the two words that changed. I know it really changed sentence. everything about the context of the sentence. I come from a oh. modest upbringing. Uh-huh. You're not clearly not. Guy. Yeah, you don't talk like that. Using those words on this. This is a family show. <laughs> we can't afford to lose our sponsorships because of you. Good listener. Um, oh, uh, gee. They, they says to be blunt later, so we're going to make fun of that too. Yeah. Um, I come from a modest upbringing of snobby arrogance that I experienced from Catholic school, which is not something I'd want my child to be experiencing. Yeah, yeah sure. On a more <laughs> practical note, I simply think spending tens of thousands of dollars uh, on pre-college education is stupid. And insanely financially irresponsible, to be blunt. Mm. I would much prefer to put that money towards saving for a college education. My girlfriend, oh. on the other hand, is very much Catholic school or bust. Any disagreement on the subject is an attack on her vocation as a Catholic elementary school teacher. Ooh. Got it. That's an issue with her. She's taking things personally. That's you can't do that. You know, it's yeah. not. It's a. It, yeah. It's. It's anyway. She's even gone far to say it's a deal breaker if her kids can't attend Catholic Holy school. Holy crap. Yowza. The integration of faith into a kid's school day is paramount in her mind. I don't know what to do. In the past, I've reassured her that we're only 22, just starting our careers. We aren't even married yet. Don't have a kid. Most importantly, I love her and we'll continue to talk about it. However, where I once used to be confident in our path forward, I'm now beginning to worry about what if we don't come to a conclusion? What if this is the deal breaker? Any advice on how to discuss an emotionally charged topic would be helpful. Is the answer to simply do as I reassured her and keep talking about it? Hopefully, the agreement is reached. For some more context, we've had this conversation two to three times now. I've grown to understand her position more than I did originally. I believe she's doing the same thing, but we both are strong in our separate beliefs towards the subject. Ethan, what do you think? Yeah, this is a good question. This is real. This is, this real is a really good stuff. question. This is real life. Yeah, stuff. This is, most twenty-two-year-olds. Most twenty-two-year-olds are just you know sleeping around and doing all kinds of stuff. And their questions are dumb. It's like, how do I sleep around less? But this is a real question. It's like, how do I educate my family? You know, it's a yeah, real... all the all the all the all the questions that that the that the influencers get on Instagram is like, how do I stop watching porn? And it's yeah. like, just just turn, uh, turn just off the screen. Turn bro. off. The, how is cyberbullying even real? Just turn off. <laughs> just turn off the screen. Off the screen. <laughs> just turn off the computer. <laughs> it's the greatest. The greatest tweet. Probably it's up there with the. Uh, some of Trump's tweets that Tyler the Creator tweet. It really is. <laughs> so dr- drill, Tyler the Creator, Donald Trump, some of the OGs. One of my one of my best one of my best tweets is a derivation of that tweet is how is cyber warfare even real? Just turn off the computer. Because there was <laughs> a big funny. there was a big Russian cyber attack. <laughs> yeah, how is cyber warfare fair real? Just just shoot down the drone. Just shoot, shoot down it, the drone. Just shoot down the drone. Um Ethan, so think? I think this is a good question. So don't overreact. So a lot of people think that you have to agree about everything when you're in a relationship. You don't <laughs> because if you <laughs> if you did, you would die uh, because there's it's just impossible. You can't you're always yeah. going to have different preferences, you're always going to have different ideas. What I will say in my experience with Emma 
is that over the course of our relationship, she went from being very hesitant on homeschool to being like, now she's really excited to homeschool. And which is probably through a lot of different factors because we have community, we have friends that have homeschooled. She's learned a lot more about it. She's read books. You know, she's just like gotten more comfortable with the idea. Um, And, you know, just having a kid changes your perspective. So I think um, one, it's, there's a fine line between just waiting for her to change her mind and just like letting the relationship progress and see where you guys end up because she really loves you. She should not, that's fair, not fair if she really loves you. But like, if you guys have a healthy relationship, you guys will find a way for it to work for both of you. That might mean doing what she wants, but it's not going to be just because that's what she says. It's going to be because you talk about it and you compromise. So it's, you shouldn't freak out because there's nothing that's really a deal breaker if you love each other, you know, like, cause love is a choice, not a like set of circumstances that are fulfilled that then provide a, you know, a perfect path forward. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And I will say it isn't stupid to spend money on your child's education because the public school system is getting worse. And yeah, so, <laughs> than when we were in school, my 22 right. year old friend. And it's so, interesting. Yeah. Sorry. I shouldn't interrupt you. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> good our marriage counseling is working i know i get so excited uh if you didn't interrupt me you'd never be able to say anything so uh, that's true <laughs> yesterday my dad said i don't mean to interrupt and i was like oh don't worry i wouldn't let you if you did um <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah so i you guys are both operating out of you guys are both taking this personally mm-hmm. i think yeah she's taking it in the if we don't if you don't like catholic school that means you don't like my job which is not true mm-hmm. and you are taking it personally, your own experiences from your, from your tainted view of, <laughs> of, mm-hmm. of Catholic schools. Um, that's not necessarily a universal. Now it is, it was my experience as well. That doesn't necessarily mean it's universal. And like our, our view on Catholic school has changed post having kids as well, because like now we're around other people and all of our friends are considering sending their kids to this one Catholic school mm-hmm. and they're all Leo's age. And so now the, the mm-hmm. conversation has shifted from yeah. an imagined scenario where we're sending our own kid alone into a room full of random kids who are just as uncatechized as public school kids, just with more money. So more license. And it was like, I know how bad Catholic school can get when it comes to bullying and when it comes to like the snobbiness and like the, the aforementioned weed smoking. Yeah. When we, when we left our, when we left our, our, our elementary school, my mom lost friends. Like people stopped talking to her. People thought that we just left the church because we left the school. You know, it's very, it's very, it's very toxic, but like that, that the, it's all about the circumstances. You can't Mm -hmm. take a universal, it's true. Catholic schools are not in a good way right now, nationally, but you can't take that and apply it to your specific situation because it's about you and you don't know your specific situation when you go in and you're not going to be able to. So if you're looking for clarity and like, we are going to homeschool our kids or we're going to Catholic educate our kids. You can't, you can't know that before you go in. Right. Especially you're not even, you're not even engaged yet. You know, like the marriages you get stuck and you're stuck. And that's what God wanted. And so now you have to deal with it. And that's mm-hmm. sounds limiting, but it's actually freeing 
because you were able to do things now that you would not have been able to do had you not gotten stuck. Because what you, while you can always get married later, you can't have a 60 year marriage later if you want one, you know? <laughs> I will also say to challenge you question asker, why is it not okay to spend thousands of dollars on high school education, but it is okay to spend thousands of dollars on secondary education? You know, why, or post, post-secondary education rather like the, the, um, like why high school, like, Oh, I would never spend money on high school, but college, the thing where people notoriously like party and don't really learn very much. Yeah. <laughs> that's yes. I would love to do that. Like I, I would encourage you both to expand your minds on education and to like read some things, some modern literature on, uh, on what education is. There's some great books about, you know, how to educate young kids out there. Uh, I'm blanking on them right now, but my wife reads them. Uh, and there's great literature out there about like education in general, like reading the works of John senior will open up your brain a little bit. Um, and just like, look critically at what's going on out there because like, think about what you really want for your family and think about what's really happening in society. Is it, what's, what's the end goal of educating children? What is it to make them form fitted to enter the workforce or is it to create, help co-create like a fully realized virtuous human being? Yeah. And if like, and you have to pick the best path to do that for your family. That might be Catholic school. That might be homeschooling. It's probably not public school, but you know, you can do user discretion. Which is unfortunate. Advised. Which is unfortunate. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Because, yeah. But like even, even the Catholics, like it, your region of, might have worse know, Catholic if, schools than another region. And so to say like, oh, you have to send them to Catholic school doesn't make any sense because your Catholic schools might be run by Jesuits that are that are fondling kids, you know? Like there's no way, or any denomination. I shouldn't just point out the Jesuits. I don't think they do that. Or any I, denomination. <laughs> <laughs> As if they're a different Christian denomination. <laughs> Whether they're Jesuit or Baptist or Catholic, whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know no, you're right. And, and, and also like, you know, if, if the money is an issue, like if you're, if your job isn't going to be in a place where you can afford to send three kids through Catholic school, then move to like, or not move, like move to a state. But if like, that's a huge point for your family, then you need to make preparations for it. Like you right. talk to your wife, how are we going to afford it? Are we going to move to a state like West Virginia that gives you tax breaks? If you send your kid out of the public school system or like Florida, I think Florida's doing it too. Uh, Oklahoma has that as well. I'm pretty sure. That's huge. Yeah. So yeah. So like, there are, there are ways to afford a Catholic education that are not out of pocket costs. Yeah. So just think about like what's what are your yeah. Learn some more about education. Why are you going to educate your kids? What's the point of sending kids to school, like institutional school? Because it's not, it's not something that's existed forever. Like Catholic school isn't really it's not real. You know, like it's. It's real in that it exists. Catholic school now. was set up because of the public school system. Right. Um, yeah. Well, it's kind of the inverse because there were there were there were Catholic schools before the public school system was as took over. You know, when Rockefeller invented his whole thing, like there were Catholic religious. Um, Mother Cabrini like would go around and like found these schools to teach kids how to read and like would form them about, but it was mostly about Bible teaching, you know, like they wanted to yeah. educate them in the faith. And so they founded these schools and then the, that system got co-opted by the government to make everybody into factory workers. And, uh, and then that's just the system that's persisted. And then Catholic school has kind of run parallel to the public school system. So it's really like, okay, 
mean, but instead of factory workers, it's Catholic school is preparing you for college. And then what does college prepare you for? A job to sit at a desk in an office where you set up your office mate to be a clown, you know, in the, in the, you know, in the closet. So it's just, yeah. just think about culture, think about society, think about where things are going. What do you want for your family? What do you want for your kids? Because if you just, if you just are blindly set on one thing, Catholic school at all costs, why? Why? And you're saying like not Catholic school yeah. at all costs. Why? Like and and like Patrick said, it has to be a reason outside of well, that's because it's what I want, or that's because it's connected to my, you know, yeah, my the view of myself. Because if I don't send my kids to Catholic school, what am I doing? It's like, well, that's actually a good question. Why are yeah, you teaching I'm, I'm, Catholic school? I'm I'm back in the town where I had the bad experience of Catholic school, mm -hmm. and it's different now because it's 20 years later. Yeah. You know, it's just it's it's different, and yeah. you can't you can't see into the future that far. Mm -hmm. And so it would be, it would be silly to make a specific decision based on this universal because your experience is not a universal experience. So like Catholic school versus public school. Well, it depends as it turns out the public school system in my area is not great, at least where in my area, like where I live in the, in the, in the County. And so it would probably make more sense for me to send my kid to a private school. Fine. But if he's with his friends, I'm much more comfortable. If he's mm -hmm. with his friends who are the kids of families who I trust and think are well-formed and are raising their kids right and aren't going to give their child a, you know, an iPhone 35 at set six years old and then, you know, let him be a jerk about it. Baby. What? Come here. Come here, buddy. What a Come surprise. Come here. Yeah, you're happy. Don't. I can't go so far because I'm connected via the wires. Oh! How did he get there? Baby, he opened the door. How did he get there? Can you say something? Can you say, Dad, Dad. Hi, Peter. Can you wave to Mr. Patrick? The last thing Hi, that I'll Peter. say is that you're 22 now. Maybe you're engaged when you're 23 and you have a year long engagement. You're married at 24. And you don't have a kid until you're 25 or 26. So like think about yourself four years ago and how different you were and think about what you'll be like four years from now. Yeah, you grabbed a microphone. And it's just like, you have no way to know what you're going to be like because that's as much time difference as when you were 18. And I bet you're not the same as when you were 18, Yeah, you know? Yeah. yeah. All right. I've got to end the show. Cause I've got the boy. <laughs> you can't I, grab the Leo's microphone, been, buddy. Leo's been doing that too. Yeah. We, he figured out how to open his bedroom door. And so all mm -hmm. of a sudden I like, I hear a knock on our bedroom door. Yeah. And it's fine. Cause our, our living room is like baby proof and all that. And so he walks across the living room to our bedroom and I hear a knock on the door and I'm like, and I open the door and he's like, hi. <laughs> uh, anyway, great. Uh, hey, if you thought that this episode is worth buying us a cup of coffee, why don't you go over patreon.com slash the crunch support us for $10 a month. And is a thank you. We will give you over 40 bonus episodes we've recorded, including our eight-part virtual pilgrimage to the Holy Land that we recorded Hooray. in places like the Sea of Galilee and mm. Bethlehem and Bethlehem. Jerusalem. Jerusalem. Yerushalem. Nazareth. 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 Oh, he's giving, he's giving the camera a little stink face. What are you doing his stink face for? <laughs> he's, he's so cute. He's right. very cute. Uh, Patrick, do you have anything else for the people? Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> Peter, you have something? Do you want to say anything? Tune in next week when I take over the hey. Catholic schools and make them great again. Well, thank you all for listening. Please pray for us. We'll be praying for you, and we'll see you all next week. ASMR. Yeah, perfect. Hi. All right. All right, man. All right.